Hello, America. This here is your host, the Red Baron of Boots on the Street podcast. I hope everyone had a good week. Hope everything went well. You was being very productive. I know mine, it went well. It was very busy, but uh, I was being productive. And to me, that's always a plus. Sometimes I don't like just sitting still doing nothing, but that is good sometimes. But other times you need to be productive. So, America, I want to talk to y'all tonight, particularly my people in urban areas. But what I'm about to talk to everyone about applies to everyone, but mainly to people that live in urban areas. If you live in the city areas, if you live in a congested urban city area. Now, with all the things that's been going on in the media, massive shootings, random shootings, we have a lot of stuff going on. Do we not, America? Yes, we do. We know that. We know that. But I'm going to just give you a little background about me. I, myself, I'm prior military, United States Army, huh, uh, did the National Guard, came home, did the State Guard. I'm CERT certified. That means Community Emergency Response Team certified. Uh, that's through FEMA. And what that means, I'm trained for natural disasters, floodings, fires, civil arrests, anything that's a natural disaster or that's dealing with people uprising against society. I'm trained in those areas. I'm just not a guy on a microphone. I'm, I have some extensive training. So today I want to share my training, a little bit of my training with you to help those that are particularly living in urban areas. But once again, this applies to everyone. Uh, I want to talk about urban preparedness. Being ready in case disaster happens. Um, and people say, well, what type of disaster happened? Well, I live here in Columbia, South Carolina. I think about five years ago, we had a serious flood where a lot of our stores and homes was completely submerged underwater. That put, the, pardon me, that put our city down for over three months. A lot of roads caved in and fell apart. They had boats sailing through the city. But not just flooding. Anything could happen. And not to be funny, like zombie apocalypse. Anything could happen. Society itself could collapse. Somebody could drop a bomb and turn off all our power. And that's true. There are bombs out there in America that could like flatline all the electricity. Your cars won't turn on. Your phones won't work. Lights won't come on. Just put us back in the dark ages. Anything could happen and we need to be prepared. And this is, and I'm not just talking about extreme. Anything. A virus. Someone could drop a virus in the city that you're at. Not just Columbia, South Carolina, New York, anywhere. And... People could become affected rapidly. You want to get the hell out of Dodge if these emergencies happen. You want to grab your children fast as you can and get out of the city. Because the city is going to be the worst place to be at during an emergency or a natural disaster. Why? Massive amount of people. It's going to be gridlock on the roads. You can't get around people in traffic in the cars. If people are affected with anything, it's going to spread so fast because of all the congestion of people amongst each other. But even worse, if all law and order fails and corrupt, you're not going to want to be in a city if all law and order collapse. I know uh, my frat brother and I was having a conversation with some people about two weeks ago. Shout out to Hitman Howard, by the way. Uh, we were having a conversation about martial law and other things take effect. And this one gentleman, you know, he was a little drunk and belligerent, but nonetheless, he had a viewpoint that should be heard. And, you know, people have this idea that martial law 
is all bad. But what I explained to him, I said, if you have terrorists running around the street and they done killed massive people in the city and they could attack again, you need to implement martial law. You need to implement martial law. We need to track these people down. It's for our safety, not to oppress us or rape us or put us in slavery. It's for our safety and protection. Now, once again, I'm a 9-11 survivor. It's the day after my birthday. I was in New York City going to college when the towers was hit, when we was attacked. I know the chaos that could occur when a city is under severe stress or being attacked. They shut down our cell phones. The only thing worked was Nextel Chirp, the two-way walkie-talkie part, not even the phone part. They shut down pay phones. Nothing could not work because they didn't know how these people was communicating in these airplanes or in buildings, period. We didn't know where it was at. People were running for their lives, trying to get to their loved one, their family. People were running off the college campus and getting in their cars. They crashing into each other. It was chaotic. It was every man for themselves. And we didn't have no clue what was going on. Trust me, America. If you wasn't in New York when 9-11 happened, that is something you don't ever want to experience. You don't ever want to experience that. So today I'm going to talk about how do we get prepared? America, we have to start preparing in advance. Like when we had the hurricanes happen, I see all our people run to the grocery store trying to get water and all this. I'm like, why you don't have water in your house now? Why you don't have toilet paper in your house? That is stuff you shouldn't have to run to the grocery store and get because a hurricane or something is headed in your direction. You have a Lexus parked outside, but you have no bottles of water in your house. You got three cars, but you don't have a flashlight or candles. We have to do better because when, and I, I'm just going to use this term because that's actually what they call it, when shit hit the fan, oftentimes my fellow black people is always the worst ones off. You know, we like to go partying on Friday night and having a good time, but we don't ever look too hard into, yo, what happened some shit go down? If I'm, am I prepared? Because America, you can't rely on the stores being open all the time. There might be a time where the military is standing in front of these grocery stores and telling you, move on. There's nothing here for you. The Prophet Noble Julali states that in the Circle 7 Quran. He even says it himself. He said, there's going to be a time where the military is going to tell the man to move on because there's nothing here for you. And the way we're going, he's about right. I smell, I told y'all weeks in advance, I don't want to keep harping on it, but I told y'all about these uh, white nationalist attacks that we were going to be attacked. Your buddy, the Red Baron, feels something else coming bigger than these mass shootings that we've been experiencing so i'm here to help everyone get right today today that's what we're here for to discuss urban preparedness you could go on a universal preparedness it's called ready to uh ready to go survival.com and they have the items listed and we're going to discuss some of those items and the first one First one we're going to talk about is multi-tool. People say, well, what is a multi-tool? Everyone should have one. You should have it in your truck, your car, your trunk, your bag, somewhere. Multi-tool is a good multi-tool. Ensure you have everything you need for urban survival. These tools often have screwdrivers, a saw, scissors, pliers, can opener, rulers, a bottle opener, and more. That's what a multi-tool is. You kind of pull it out and it has all these different items you know, uh, attached to it. And 
we're going to get into the ports of having a can opener down the line. I'm going to talk about that. Another one is a pry bar. The pry bar is a credibly useful tool. You can use this for uh, search and rescue, moving debris out of your path and scavenging food. You can pry open locked doors, vending machines, and more. That's right. You want something that you could poke items with or pry doors open because if you're on the run on foot and you need to get in somewhere, you might have to pop that door open. Or you might need to get out somewhere, you might need to pop the door open. So a pry bar is very, very useful. Um, the next one is very important. Uh, I worked in the prison system and we had these in our prison system just in case someone is bleeding or uh, trying to splash you with feces possibly. Uh, it's called personal protective equipment. An urban disaster zone will be full of dust, smoke, and other airborne debris. When it comes to urban survival, it is critical that you preserve your eyes, lungs, and ears by packing gear that will protect them. This should also include protection against biological hazards such as a pandemic and ensure you have an N95 mask. An N95 mask for this purpose. The next item is an emergency radio. Everybody should have this, especially if you're in the South with all these hurricanes. Always have an emergency hand crank radio on file. Why? Because the, the crank it keeps it alive. Also got the flashlight on them. You can find those uh, in Walmart. You can also find them in Walgreens and places like CVS. They tend to have them. Uh, you need to get those. Those are very, very helpful. Um, you don't have to worry about plugging it into a socket. It's portable and it's a crank emergency radio. Next thing you need is a tactical flashlight. This needs to be more that than your average flashlight. I'm not talking about a Hello Kitty flashlight, that cheap dollar store flashlight. No, you need to get a good quality flashlight. One, if you drop it in water, it won't go out. Also, if you get a good tactical flashlight, you can also use that as a weapon. So while you walk in with, with it up to your head, trying to see your way, not at your waist, but up to your head, and somebody jump out and try to grab you, wham, you can crack them right in their head with it. A good flashlight will put someone down. They're heavy, they're durable. Next thing I want to teach you guys about and we want to talk about is dealing with unfriendly survivors. What happens if you get stuck in the city? You didn't listen to me. You didn't get out in time. You didn't pay attention to the news. And before we go any further, every day you wake up, the world we living in, you should be watching the news. If you don't watch it on TV, you have all of us have smartphones. Download CNN, Fox News, BBC News. Download those apps. And just click on them for like five minutes, America. Five minutes, might that, that could determine if you're going to get killed when you walk out your front door. It might be anarchy in the streets. And don't tell me that ain't going to happen. Ask El Paso uh, about what went on or um, Ohio. You never know what you could be opening your front door. It could be going on. Like I said, it could be a damn zombie apocalypse. You might have a herd of zombies at your door. You never know. And I'm, I'm just, and you, I know it sounds bizarre when I say that, but I'm just saying you never know in this day and age what could be happening outside your door in the morning. Turn on the news. Watch it before you go to sleep at night just so you have a peace of mind of what the world is like when you're going to sleep or when you're waking up. It's for your safety and protection. Remember, we're about prevention, America. We're trying to prevent bad things from happening. Prevention is the key. That's what we're about. Trying to prevent things from happening. That, and by preventing, that means we must be prepared. So going back into unfriendly survivors should be avoided like the plague. But if it looks like you need to come into contact, consider the following. 
Step one, try to be a great man if possible. Do not give away that you have a bug out bag packed full of survival gear. This will make you a target. Please do not go around your friends, family, and job, or unless you have friends that you guys are preparing together, like doing this together. Like my frat brother and I, we often talk about what happens if something goes down. Uh, we'll discuss that we might, if we can't get out the city, we'll take a neighborhood over and barricade a neighborhood and, you know, not to be mean, but like form a community, a hub. Like, all right, we're going to all protect ourselves here. Uh, get people that have different skills. If someone good with mechanics, they watch out for the car. Well, you got to go out and scavenger for other items. Or uh, maybe, depending on how long we're stuck in this community, might, somebody might need to know how to grow crop or, go, or catch fish. And I'm going to touch into that a little bit later on, too. But just a community of people with different skills. And you should be networking with people around you. Like, hey, if something bad happened, let's make a pact to meet up together and look out for one another trust me america you don't want to be out there on these streets by yourself if uh society collapsed or some crazy emergency happened you don't want to be one of these streets by yourself at nighttime or going down the wrong street and there's a bunch of bizarre survivors that's out there pillaging and raping and killing people you don't want to do that you do not want to be in that type of situation but uh don't also broadcast on Facebook. Hey, guys, I got my survival bag ready. <laughs> you know, or or I got this amount of gallons of water backed up with food and pantry in my basement. Don't put that out there. Because when shit hits the fan, your house or your safety net place is going to be the main target. Everybody's going to bum rush you to steal your goods and everything. So please, 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 please don't be on there broadcasting what you have. Keep it to yourself. You never know who's watching and can't afford what you got and might try to take what you have, okay? Uh, if confronted, have a self-defense item ready. Remember I told you, flashlight, knife, guns. This should be something you are comfortable with and able to use. Firearm, pepper spray, slingshots are all good options. If you don't like guns, get knives. Now, I know somebody said, are you going to bring a knife to a gunfight? Trust me. You never know. Somebody might get close up on you. Bam! You stab them, take them out. Always go for the thighs, neck, eyes. Put them down. Pepper spray, you can hit somebody from a distance. And with pepper spray, you don't even have to necessarily, depending on how powerful it is, like I have tactical pepper spray that the military use. I could actually spray on the wall where you're standing next to, and that stuff is so strong, it's going to put you down. Or get crowd control spray. But you want to have something that you're comfortable with. If you, if you don't want to have a knife, get a bat. Preferably an aluminum bat. Get a bat, something that won't break. Keep them in your car, underneath your car seats or in your trunk. In every one of my vehicles, I have something on me in case something goes down. I'm not completely butt naked. Not telling you what I got, but there's something always close by. And you'll be surprised how effective pepper spray is. So please don't rule out pepper spray. Uh, next one, travel in group. Whenever possible, a single person travel alone is far easier target than a group. That's true. I say go in groups of four or five. Minimal. Minimal. You come across two bad guys, four of y'all can take them out. Even if the score is four to six, you still got a chance. Don't put yourself in situations where you're vulnerable. 
That's why I'm doing this show about being prepared because I don't want you to find yourself in a situation where you're vulnerable. In situations when things go down like this, people are very dangerous. You don't know the mindset of the survivors that you're dealing with. You don't know if they're on drugs. You don't know if they already was a killer. And this is just wrapped the alley where society done collapsed. So please travel in groups. Uh, friendly survivors. Friendly survivors should be avoided if there is a plague. Otherwise, they should be approached cautiously. You never know when the encounter with the stranger may turn desperate. Be careful of those that come with a smile. They might be plotting something. They might treat you real kind and nice so they can take what you have or kill you or rape you. So always be observant. Don't give out too much information about yourself, even though if someone's friendly, until you could get a good judge on them and read them clearly. All right, any of the following make good uh, barter items. You have some barter items with you. If you don't, to the young Jerry, you don't know what barter is. Barter means things you could trade for other goods, such as batteries, lighters or matches, water purification tablets, band-aids, uh, antibiotics, cigarettes, condoms. I don't know. You know, all those. All those things, you need. those make some good barter items. Take advantage of the resources around you is the next thing we're going to talk about, such as homes, apartment buildings, stores, warehouse, fire station, restaurants, office building. You could go into a restaurant and get their, their old cooking grease. And mix that with some antifreeze and some other stuff and, and stir it up and light it up. And now you made your own diesel gas. And if you have a diesel vehicle, now you just made your own gasoline for your vehicle. Get some bottles of Everclear, pour it in your tank. You got yourself a running vehicle now. Hit the liquor stores. Take advantage of your surroundings. Don't ever walk past stuff and thinking like, oh, there's nothing in there. The next one. is called uh i want to talk to you about is have two plans and you probably say what i mean by that have a plan a and a plan b meaning you might need if you can't get out the city to get to the country have a safe place maybe in the city maybe it's somewhere in the woods in a very wooded area that most people probably wouldn't go. Um, have some option of boarding up the place that you're in in the city to protect yourself. You know, just a plan B. Like, yo, if I can't get out of here, I'm stuck. All right, let me pull out my my uh, sheetrock or my wood or whatever and board up my windows and my doors. Uh, uh, you know, secure the place that I'm in. Bunker down or let me meet up with my friends or other family member that's in this location I'm at. And form that group that we talked about. Have a plan B. Plan A, you hear some stuff going on the radio. I, don't you go into work. Those people in the towers, when that first plane hit, a, all, a lot of them people that got killed that day in the tower, they walked out the building, they boss told them, no, go back inside, everything is all right. The second plane hit, and then the damn tower went down, and all those people died. If your gut or you see something, they talking about, Weird outbreak of coughing and blood and or or some strange people are in town running through the cities and killing people and there's, there's large numbers of them. Uh, don't sit there and say, oh, there's nothing going to happen to me. You need to get your behind out of the city. Get out before everyone else try to get out because you're going to hit gridlock and now no one car is moving. If you ever watched a movie where 
you see people walking through the streets and you see all the abandoned cars, like Walking Dead, for example. They're bumper to bumper. That's because everybody's trying to get out. And all it takes is one fender bender. Now everyone's jammed up in traffic. Get out in advance. Find an alternate route to get out the city. Find some backcountry road. You don't have to take the main road, the interstates and all that. Those are going to be the worst places to go. Ride through the backcountry little towns and stuff to get yourself out of there. So we're going to talk about some extra items. We're not done yet, America. This is a topic we have to dwell on. We're not done yet. All right, so first thing you're going to need is a map. I don't know how to read a map. Start learning. There's apps on your phone that will teach you. There's YouTube videos that will teach you. Start learning now. Why? Because if society collapsed, what happens if the phone towers go down? That phone you have now is worth, it's not worth anything. So you can't even use GPS. Or if something happened, your car might not be able to pick up a single for GPS. So learn how to read a map. Your car might give out gas, blow a tire, now you're on foot. Learn how to read maps. It'll save your life and your loved ones too. Next thing you need is some boots. What do you mean boots? Look, get some comfortable boots. Not no cheap Walmart boots. Just some comfortable boots. $40, $50 boots. Doc Martens are cool too. They're pretty durable. And, you know, your feet don't get wet on the inside. Uh, I guess you could use Timberlands. But you want to get something that's light on your foot but also comfortable because the worst thing that can happen to you is be out here on the street with some hurt feet. You can't walk or run with some bad feet if your feet are woofing and hurting. So make sure you have some comfortable boots, something preferably that's waterproof, oil resistant. Um, I, I got those Western boots with the rubber uh, soles on them that kind of look like cowboy boots, but they like more Western boots. I like those because you know why I can pull them on and off. They also insulate it. Uh, I just like them. They, they're comfortable. I can run in them like sneakers. And I could be standing in a big puddle of water and water won't penetrate the inside of them. So I like stuff like that. Socks. Once again, going back to your feet. You don't want to be in a state of emergency and have bad feet. Moist feet. Your feet are soaking wet. Get a pair of good pair of socks. Preferably wool. Why? That wool will keep your feet warm in cold climate. Or on them cold nights that you're outside. Get, get some, get, have like, like two, three pair of wool socks. You go to Walmart, you get some wool socks in the hunting section. Just buy them. You know, like, I, I, you ain't got to buy all this stuff at one time. You buy it piece by piece, America. You might go to Walmart one day and say, oh, let me just get a pair of socks. There you go, you start. Oh, let me get two cases of water just to put on the side, separate from the cases I got. Let me get some canned goods. We're going to get into that. All right, get a compass. That'll let you know if you're going north, east, west, or south. Get a compass. That'll help you once again with your mapping. You want to know where you're heading. If you're trying to get to something, you don't want to be heading up toward Lugoff. You know, you don't want that. Or if you're trying to get out of New York, you don't want to be going up towards Albany or Binghamton. You might try to get towards Maryland somewhere. So get a compass. Next item. Everyone should have one of these. My mechanic used to crack on me like crazy. He used to call me CB man. Why you got CB rails in your car or, or in the trunk or something, whatever? Let me tell you something. I don't care if I'm the last man alive or there's a zombie apocalypse outside. I'm going to be able to communicate with someone. 
A CB radio is very handy to put in your vehicle. You can plug them into your cigarette lighter. I have them, you know, actually installed inside your car. But they're worth getting. You get one for $50, $45. The antenna itself is like $20. Screw it on. Take it to somewhere or, you know, and have somebody put it in. If you get the uh, CB radio that you plug into the cigarette lighter, now you can run the antenna cord and it got the one with the magnets. And what you could do is take the magnet and sit on the roof of your car. But the longer the antenna you have, the longer the reach, America, that you can reach people in farther distance. Let me tell you what's good about a CB radio. If I'm riding down Highway 301 in South Carolina here, or the Interstate 26, I get on there and I'm trying to get to Georgia. I don't know what the road looking like. I don't know if there's cops up ahead or hiding somewhere. But with a CB radio and someone else got one and they're traveling on the road, I can chime in. Turn the channel 19 where it's, hey, hey, you know, are there any bears out there? That's lingo for uh, sheriff departments. Uh, you know, are there any smoky bears out there or whatever? And they be like, yeah, there are three bears by exit such and such sitting off to your right side. Or they could let you know, like, hey, uh, you might um, be careful because there are, there's a bad accident and traffic is jammed up down this way. We're not moving. I could talk to truckers, anybody. With a CB radio. You can't do that with a cell phone because you don't know the people you're traveling with. You don't know their phone number. But a CB radio allows you to communicate with people in far off places and they can give you a clue to what's going on in those different places that you're heading towards. You might need to make a U-turn. You never know. But it's good to have a CB radio. I got two of them. It's good to have them. Say, where I get a CB radio from? Go on Amazon.com or eBay or go to your nearest love truck stop. Get an antenna and a CB radio. They're easy to install. It's good to have. Next thing, we're talking about weapons again. A knife or gun or a taser. It's good to have a taser. Why whap if you fall on the ground, you're wrestling with somebody and they're getting the best of you. You got your taser on your hip, you pull it out. You got them off you. Knife. Someone slams you into the wall, pull out your knife, stab them in the stomach or in the face. A gun. Self-explanatory. Let them shots off. It's either you or them. In these crisis times like that, remember, America, it's about survival. It's you or that other person. Now, if they're trying to harm you and take your life, you're going to have to stand up and fight back. You got, you got to protect yourself or your family. Flashlight, you need to have two of them. Preferably tactical flashlight with the strobe light effect. That's heavy duty where you can crack somebody in the head with the butt of it. Rope, you never know. You might need rope to pull something. Or to climb up on something, it's always good to have an extra, just a, you know, some rope laying around. You never know. Or you might need to tie someone up for your protection once again. You never know what you need rope, rope for. Another thing, MREs, meals ready to eat. That's what we ate in the military. They come in a little rectangular cardboard box. And the foods, those foods will last for like decades. They come in this like thick seal not aluminum foil, but like just a container, like thick, sealed, plastic, hard plastic or something. The food won't go bad. That's all you need to know. And, and they come in, they got beef and noodles, chicken noodles, uh, different things. It come with little Skittles in it. It come with a pouch to heat your food up. And it, I mean, it gets hot where it can give you third degree burn. But you put it in the uh, box underneath your, pack, your, your pouch that your food is in and it heats it up. So if you're in the cold, now when I was in the army, my drill sergeant made all of us eat our food cold because he said, if you're in the middle of a war or emergency, you don't have time to heat up a packet, but you can use those packets for something else. Maybe to heat your hands up. If you're in the cold climate outside, 
Remember, always keep your eyes open for alternative resources to help you survive. Where can you get MREs at? They're not that expensive. You buy them in large quantities off of Amazon or you go into Walmart. Walmart sells them too. That's right. Walmart sells MREs. And I wonder why. They've been doing it for like two, three years. What do Walmart know that we don't know? Or what are they preparing for that we don't know once again? Uh, next thing you need is some cases of water. You need some cases of water. So you can crack it open, put it in your bug out bag. And when I talk about bug out bag, that means a bag listed with all these items in it. It's either good to get a backpack or an army green duffel bag with the two straps you can put over your shoulders. Those are pretty durable too, and they don't get wet on the inside. And like I said, you can fold your clothes up, put some boots in there, a pair of boots in there and stuff. Um, but you need cases of water. The body needs water. You go longer without food, but you're going to need some water for various reasons. You might need to wash a wound or something off. You're going to need some water. Put aside two, three cases on the side just in case. Just in case. You're going to need an extra gas jug. Weapon your vehicle run out of gas, which it shouldn't, but if you run out of gas, if you've been traveling, and you have to cipher gas from somewhere, now you got this extra gas jug to put gas in. It's always good to have one. Try to keep one in every car or just one main car or whatever, but it's always good to have one. So you need that too. Um, waterproof watch. You don't want to be out here with no fancy, smancy, bling, bling watch. No, you need to have yourself a good old waterproof Casio or Timex. Something that's durable and going to last. You can go in the water, it's not going to break, and it'll still last. So you get them for $25 in Walmart. A good Casio watch or Timex. Next thing you're going to need is uh, at least four pairs of underwears. Pack as many underwear you get. Not to the point where you're bogged down, but change your underwears. You never know what happens. You know, you might see something so horrible, you, you boo-boo on yourself. Or or you can't find nowhere to go to the bathroom, and you still might boo-boo on yourself. Or you might pee on yourself. Or you just don't want to walk around with dirty mud butt and with funky underwears on. Because you are going to start stinking in that region, and people are going to smell it. I always wondered that, like in The Walking Dead, they might, they were they out there with all them zombies. I'm like, them women have to be stinking down below. Ugh. Digress. Uh, also important to get a rain jacket. Some type of outdoor climate jacket. It don't have to be heavy. It could be heavy. It's up to you. But get something that's all weatherproof or made for the storms and stuff. You don't want to be walking around with a, a um, I don't know, like some flashy jacket on. It's not going to be durable. If you're running through the woods, it's going to rip. If you're outside in the rain, you might get wet. So try to get some all weather climate jackets and clothing. Next, you're going to need some flares. Flares are always good. A flare might make the difference between a helicopter seeing you in the woods or they just flying right on by you and you stuck out there for another two weeks. Get yourself some flares. Also, you're going to need is some toilet paper. Now, America, when you get your toilet paper, I'm going to teach you something they taught us in the Army when we, every time we went out to the woods. Uh, we put our toilet paper in plastic Ziploc bags. Why? Because you didn't want your toilet paper getting wet. Once that toilet paper gets wet, you can't wipe your booty with it. So put it in a Ziploc bag or a plastic bag that's going to protect it from the elements outside. But yeah, you should have some toilet paper in your bug out bag. I don't care if you have two, three rolls, but just have some rolls in there. Uh, like I said earlier, you're going to need an alternative route to get out of the city. You're going to need an alternative route. You just can't stay here. 
If you get stuck, I wouldn't want to be stuck in the city. That's why I watch the news. I'm gonna get the hell out of die. I don't care about my boss terminate me. I'd rather be somewhere safe in the country than to be dead or with some weird virus or be the victim of a nationalist army. Never know, a white national arm might come by. You never know, or some Muslim terrorists. You don't know. You just don't know in this day and age. Or some aliens. You still don't know. You don't know what's going on. I don't know. All I just know is more shit is coming. And we need to be prepared. My people that live in urban areas, we need to be prepared in advance. We are better off helping each other if we're all prepared as individuals. If you're not prepared, you're going to be a burden on me. Or a threat, because you might try to take what I have. And you don't want to live like that because people will put you down if you think you're going to just rob somebody and take their little survival stuff. So back to the bags. You can get a nice bag, a Jansport, uh, so many different name brand bags. And you need to check that out yourself. It should be lightweight with many compartments to hold stuff in. I like the military one with the straps on my shoulder. It's not all padded, but once again, it can hold a great deal of stuff. Um, you want to travel light. You don't want to have so much stuff on you where you could barely move or bog down or you can't defend yourself. Travel light as much as possible. I know I listed a lot of items. First of all, you shouldn't be traveling with no CB radio in your bag. That needs to be in the vehicle. Let me get, speaking of vehicle, let me get into that. I watched this TV show called Apocalypse Man. And he was in a parking garage and he's like, I need a vehicle to, to get around here in town. Society completely collapsed in Apocalypse Man. And he was showing you how to survive, how to build fires at nighttime and everything. And, uh, he said, don't, I'm not going for the Mercedes because it got all this alarm stuff on it, all this Bluetooth, all this crazy stuff. He's like, this, when society collapses, this car won't be able to run efficiently or it might not run at all. He said, get something simple. He found like a 1985 Suburban. He said, this is all I need right here. It was diesel. That's why I learned how to make diesel gasoline out of uh, grease and antifreeze. Staring it up. Now you make a diesel gasoline. Make your... Hey, if you got one car, that's fine. You don't have to have a tactical vehicle, but I myself working on a tactical vehicle project or a bug out vehicle project where I have fire extinguishers, a lot of the items that I listed inside my vehicle and good, nice off-road tread tires or all-terrain tread tires uh, for the road conditions. CB radios installed in there. Um, I'm about to put a new CB radio in with a new antenna. Different things to protect myself if something goes down. I challenge all of you to do the same. I encourage you all to do the same. Have good first aid kits. Just don't go to no dollar store and get a, a whack. I mean, yeah, something's better than nothing, but put a little bit of money into a good first aid kit. Have some ace bandages, some band-aids. You never know when you might get cut or sliced. Carry around some anaf uh, not anaf uh, rubbing alcohol or peroxide. It's very important, America, that we start preparing because you don't want to be a victim. You don't want to lose your life because you wasn't prepared. These are challenging times we're living in. The world seems a little dark, uh, but you could be that bright light if you're prepared. Carry an extra cell phone with you. That's right. I have two carriers. My first, I'm on Spectrum Mobile for my first one. It runs off a of Verizon network. I have a Google Pixel. My second one is Google Fi. You probably say, well, why you got two phones? Well, A, because Spectrum runs off of Verizon. I can get reception anywhere. As long as society don't collapse and they shut down all cell phone towers, Verizon is a beast. It works everywhere. 
Yeah, they got the most crappiest customer service and sometimes they don't care about you, but with Spectrum Mobile, you get unlimited Verizon network for $45 and you just pay the installment plan on your phone, which could be 20 bucks. Uh, there's other character go to that runs off of Verizon network, Page Plus, pop a SIM card in, you're up and running. My Google Wi uh, my Google Fi account runs off of T-Mobile and Sprint. So no matter where I'm at, I got some type of coverage. Now, once again, if society collapses and the towers go down, well, these phones are just bricks. That's where the CB radio comes into play. It don't run off of no phone network. It's all off of frequencies and stuff. So America, to dash our show today on urban preparedness, uh, be safe, be alert, be diligent, and be an alert. Do not be out here getting all drunk and high. Until that, you never know when something might go down. And start caring for your fellow man. We have to care for each other. I don't want to see society collapse where we actually out there. Uh, we out here living like the walking dead. Because a lot of us is not going to make it. A lot of us don't know how to live off the land. If you know what I mean by living off the land, you don't know how to hunt. You don't know how to fish. You don't know how to skin or scale no fish. You need to learn how to fish. Get some, That's another thing. Get some fishing poles. Because if you run out of food, the only food you might get might be in the water. Learn how to kill some of nature animals and eat it. Because, hey, that makes it different between you starving to death. I could go without meat. I go, I go a month without eating meat. So I'm okay. But I will eat fish. People say, well, fish is meat. Well, yeah, but it's not like the other meats. But learn how to survive. Start, start growing like little things in your house like peppers and tomatoes. Man, I'm going to grow that. I live in an apartment. I don't care. Learn the science of planting seeds and watering something. The science of it. It's about you starting to make an effort and try. Before you know it, you'll have more knowledge and be more advanced than your neighbor. And, and you might be able to help save them. Or be an asset to these groups that I'm talking about. We need to form, formulate so we can survive. Now, you heard it first. They said we need to start forming groups. What did I tell you on my last show? We need to have community militia groups. Did I not say that? Listen to your host, the Red Baron. I tell y'all the truth. Well, America, that's it for me. I'm going to go ahead and rest enjoy the rest of my Saturday. I hope the rest of you enjoy your Saturday. But pass this show along to your friends and family. This, I, this is not news. I'm teaching you how to survive a case of emergency happen. This show, like all my shows, but this show needs to be really taken serious. Pass this on so you can jot down the items that you need so you can be prepared. Send it to your church, the pastors, or talk to, I don't know, just send it to anybody, but for, especially for yourself. Start learning how to prepare for yourself first. But pass this show on and let your friends and family know. I'm your host, The Red Baron. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday, America. <laughs>